It's time to fire up the three-cylinder star drive, the show that sputters along, touring a galaxy of pop culture and fanboy fiction. And now, here are your hosts, Richard Coots and Roger Colby. Hey, welcome back to the three-cylinder star drive. I'm Roger Colby, science fiction writer. And I'm Richard Coots, and I'm a fan of pop culture trivia. All right, man. We watched Stranger Things Season 2. Oh my gosh. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to give a spoiler-free review of Season 2 of Stranger Things. I am going to strain myself to do a spoiler-free Yeah, it's tough, because this is so good. Uh, we're just going to say, we completely and utterly approve yeah. <laughs> of the Stranger Things series. Um for me, here's the thing. What's great about Stranger Things for me is that Stranger Things, the kids that are in Stranger Things, are the same age that I was when Stranger Things was set. So I had all that stuff, even though um, Mike's uh, Millennium Falcon is the modern Millennium Falcon. It's not the one from back then because it didn't have the three lights in the front and all that stuff and the light-up stuff. It Nerd. didn't do that. Nerd. Sorry. Anyway, there's some <laughs> continuity problems, but that's okay. I mean, the the great thing about this Stranger Things series is just the references to... And they're not heavy-handed references. Right. They're light, um, subtle references to other things from the 80s that, you know you just love like mm -hmm. Ghostbusters mm -hmm. you know um, and you know you get to see these kids walking around in these Ghostbuster costumes in this movie and, and they're like Ghostbuster fans like I was mm -hmm. when I was a kid you know and still am a Ghostbuster fan so um, man and, and the story was really good it was great it's very good writing even though the Duffer Brothers both said staring at a blank page for season 2 was going to be was really difficult mm -hmm. you know but Which gives had, me some hope. But they had to, <laughs> they had to, they had to write some of that around Barb because people are so angry on the internet. Yeah, Nobody they are. cared about Barb. They're like, well, I guess we got to write a side story about Barb. <laughs> well, yeah, I suppose. But you know, I mean, characters die. You know, mm -hmm. that's what makes good drama. And um, I think that the way they handled it in season two with right. the whole Barb thing, I think. Well, I think was what, great. I think what they were doing with her in the first season was was um, I think this is her intention. I could be wrong. Was you know you had like all the the old seventies and eighties horror films and stuff uh -huh. where like the hot girl has the buzz kill nerdy friend. <laughs> you know, kill nerdy friend. You know what I'm talking about? It's a real it's, crass it's, way to put it, but yeah, it's pretty true. Well, yeah, yeah. it is. That, I mean, it was it was a stereotype, and they. I mean, it was it was a uh, what's the word? Uh, it wasn't a stereotype, but it was a. It's kind of a, it's kind of an a cliche, an archetype, a cliche yeah. that they did yeah. in the old horror films. Yeah. And I think that's what they were doing with this, and, mm -hmm. and she's like, well, of course she's telling Nancy she's not being, she's not really being herself. She's trying to be too cool, so she's gonna get killed off because right. she's being that yeah. that kind of character. And I think people were like upset about it after that. I don't think they really got that, and so they're like, mm -hmm. well, now we got to go back and correct this. <laughs> well, I don't think that they. I don't think there was any correction done. I mean, they continue with the story, right? Right, but they. But I, the I, way I, they the way they handled Barb, I thought was really tasteful. And, yeah, it and, was, and I, it was it was cool. It was. I, I loved it. Look, I'm glad they did it, but I'm mm -hmm. just saying, I think they kind of felt. 
backed into a corner uh-huh. about doing that with all the people on the internet getting angry at <laughs> justice for Bush. Well, and let them. Yeah, stuff. people so, are bored. They have nothing to do. Yeah. Um, the the other thing is that I just angered a whole bunch of people. <laughs> um, you know, here's the thing. What was really cool, I thought a couple of things are really good about this episode, this this series, um, season two, is you get to see um, some of these characters become more. They get more depth, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and you always do that with a second season of a show. First season, we get to introduce the characters and kind of see them interact. And, you know, the thread is there and all that stuff. There's still, in this one, I was really tense about the threat. The threat was really dangerous and scary. Um, But the thing that's really cool is to see Eleven kind of uh, get more screen time Mm -hmm. and more... You know, we get to know a little bit more about her. Well, I think she had a little less screen time in this one than she did the last season, but she was she was given more to do. There's more for her to do. There's more it. for her to do. There's more depth. She has her, her own storyline in this, mm-hmm. rather than being you know kind of like the kids' introduction to this world. She right. was more like the introduction for the kids to the world. I felt like but, she was less like ET. Yeah, like she was in the first one. <laughs> she's she's kind of like ET, and she's definitely more articulate. Mm-hmm. Definitely, and we get to see we get to see her kind of um, enjoy herself to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't know, um, but also we get to see the deep, utter pain mm-hmm. that she's experienced in her life, in her short little life. You know, mm-hmm. um, not only that, we get to see you get to see a little more into this organization mm-hmm. that is uh, that that created her or. Well, used her or they, whatever it is they've they, done. I they, don't really know. It's they still not really experimented on her to you know. It was it was part of the um, mm-hmm. MK Ultra program, which was a real thing that yeah. happened. Yeah, yeah. Here's Look the thing that too that I really loved is that they didn't explain everything like mm-hmm. that. You know, like you think in a season two. Oh, we're going to explain who the you know who this secret organization is. This government whatever. That's no. That's right. still a MacGuffin. It's still like. Oh well, that's the thing that drives the story along. Nobody really cares about it, but you know, deep down, you're like, "Well, I really want to know who these government well, people are." They they also really <clears throat> expand the world outside yeah. of Hawkins, and they do. we can't really talk about that without getting into a lot of spoilers mm-hmm. because they don't even show. I mean, you don't even. There's not really even a hint of that inside the trailers that were released. So right. I don't really want to t- get really True. talk about it. There's uh there's more characters too, and the more characters the characters they bring in the newer newer characters they bring in were great. I, I really love the casting selections that they made, and the the new characters are really good, and they mm-hmm. fit well with the rest of the series. It's not like they're just throwing people in, you know. Oh, we have to have our token, whatever. Mm-hmm. No, these characters mean something. They're they drive the story forward. Um, their presence is uh, something that everybody. I, I think everybody is pretty happy with, uh, as far as the people we were watching. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, know, you got Sean Astin. He's in yeah. this now. Sean Astin's in it, and uh, he was great. DeCray De- Montgomery played uh, Jason Scott, the Red Ranger, in the Power Rangers <laughs> movies yeah. in this, and he is, he is not worthy to be the Red Ranger. He is, he's, he's got the best mullet ever. Yeah, though. the best mullet ever. But he's like, he <laughs> is probably the uh, huge... He he's another kind of stereotype. Is like the yeah. huge. Yeah, don't don't say it. You'll spoil it. Okay, uh, but, but he's it, it, he's worth it. He's, he's I I liked his character for what it was. 
Um, he's and horrible, but his <laughs> hor the way how horrible he is is what's hilarious about him. Yeah, yeah. It's um, think like you know your I don't know Johnny from uh, Karate Kid kind or, of person. Or uh, what, what's <laughs> his name? What's jerk. his name uh, that Bill Paxton played? The older brother in Weird, Weird Science. Oh right. Yeah, yeah kind of yeah, like yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, I don't know. That kind of archetype. Yeah, we're not exactly like probably, you, but We're probably dipping our toes in the water. A little, spoilers a here. little bit, but um, we're not, okay, we won't go beyond that. Yeah, uh, the others, there's this, um, several other little, little, um, twists and turns that were really like, and the way the thing ended, um, was, I felt it was, it's a nicer ending than mm-hmm. last time. Mm-hmm. However, um, we still have the threat. The threat is still out there somewhere, and it's probably going to bleed into the third season. Yeah. If they do, they're and the Duffers have said they're going to do. Yeah, they they plan on doing two four, more, two, two more seasons, seasons and, okay. and then out. They they said they cannot justify uh, more than four years of right. of something bad happening to the kids every year. And the little girl that plays uh, uh, Eleven. Um, okay. Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown. That kid is on her way. I mean, she is an incredible actress. Yeah. I've seen her in stuff before this when she was smaller. She was she was like a killer in, in NCIS. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. If you watch NCIS, I just spoiled an episode for you. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. But then she was also in this <laughs> show that was on for like two seasons called Intruders where uh-huh. she was like this, possess- like this little kid that was possessed by the soul of a... Of a vulgar old man. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, she's... Oh, yeah, she's coming up. She's gonna be in the next Godzilla movie coming right. out. Right. I really... I really like... Um, I also, with her... I also really like um, uh, Hopper. Hopper. He's fantastic. Yeah. The There is a relationship... Be, I, I don't want to spoil it. But well, we shouldn't really say anything. Okay. I mean, just let it happen. Cause okay. It's, but when it happens, you're 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 like, and how did that? How did they get together? How did that? And then they explain it, and you're like, oh, well, gosh, I think that's they cool. talked about it in the promotional material, but, <clears throat> but it's it's really cool, and um, it really gives you another insight into Hopper. That's mm-hmm. uh, man, his the depth. I think that the one character who we got the most depth out of was Hopper. Right. I really feel like um, I, f- I felt more like he was more real than he was in season one. Right. Even though in season one he's a very caring kind of guy but he's also real rough around the edges you know and he's like you know well, he's, he's, that, he's that had a lot of tragedy in cigarette life. smoking right. you know guy yeah. but he's drinking great. and smoking but he's, he's had great. a lot of tragedy in his life yes and, and i think that's it's kind of his his uh just that's his, his, his arc his yeah but his arc in in the first season and this right. season is him learning to care about people again. Right, yeah. It's really good. Okay, so go and check it out. And you know what? Season one is on uh, DVD, it's and it on, has the best-looking DVD case. It does. It's amazing. I, it's so cool. It's like, it looks like an old VHS tape mm-hmm. from a video store. And it even has like a little sticker on it that says $3. Yeah. <laughs> it's like handwritten, $3. And uh, it's all scuffed up around mm-hmm. the edges. And you pull the thing out, and then you open it. It looks like a videotape. Mm-hmm. A VHS tape. Yeah, like a VHS tape. And you, op- and you open that, and inside is like a little map, and there's some neat little things. It's pretty cool. No, it's um, not a map. There's, there's is a, it a map? No, no. They what have a little, there's a, there's a, Limited edition poster. Oh, that's what it is. Of like the Demogorgon. So yeah. it's kind of, it's a really cool artwork. I, I don't know why there's no no artist name signed yeah. to it, but yeah. it's really cool. 
Oh, and by the way, the DV, the D and D references are in this too. Some oh great yeah, there's a ton of those. It's really funny. Um, okay, so our dollar rental of the week. Uh, let's talk about. Uh, I want to talk about a Hammer film. We talked mm-hmm. about Hammer. We talked about Hammer last last, last but, episode. Uh, this is actually it's Curse of the Werewolf. Yeah. And it stars Oliver Reed, uh-huh. and it doesn't have a lot of the normal Hammer players. It's got a little like Oliver Reed. It's got like some more well-known Hollywood actors at the time. They pulled uh-huh. in a lot of Hollywood actors for yeah. this film. Yeah. And uh, but basically, it's it it's what Hammer did different than Universal Monsters is that it was more mature. Mm-hmm. It was it was a little bloody. Yeah. Um, Hammer is. Yeah, that's how we Hammer was. We always talk about it, Hammer blood. It's, of course, it's just red paint. Of course. Basically what it is. But, but <laughs> it came out in, ni- in 1958, uh, uh, I think. Uh-huh. No, 1960-something. No? It's in the 60s. Early, early 60s. Yeah. But, it's, um, but it is great. It's got some great special effects. Um, but it's got a great story. Basically, this boy... His uh, mother was like, she was, uh, she was raped, mm-hmm. and she was found by these, uh, you know, this this guy who's like a, uh, he's like a uh, hunter mm-hmm. for this cottage, like hunts prey and stuff. They're yeah. preying after their flocks and everything like that. But um, she gives birth, and then the mother's like from uh, uh, Spain or something. She's like. They can't be born on any mother who gives birth to an unwanted <laughs> child on uh, on Christmas, the same day that the Lord is born, is going to be cursed. Oh my God! But anyways, yep. Turns Whoa. out he was a werewolf. Um, but I guess my sister's a werewolf. Uh, I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my sister's a werewolf. That's another great one. No, don't watch. Don't watch that one. That one's horrible. That's the only it's movie so Christopher Lee said he ever regretted making. Um, oh my goodness. Howling to my sister is a werewolf. <laughs> um, okay, so the go check it out. Yeah. Um, where can you get it? Where can you watch it? Um, I'm not sure. You, you would. You might be able to find it to rent on Amazon or something. But you could probably get it, you know, at your local video store. Yeah, you, you might, might be able to find it. it at the library or something. They they mm-hmm. showed it on Turner Classic Movies last night. They showed a lot of their horror film, uh, yeah. a lot of their Hammer horror films on there. Yep. But yeah, go check it out. In my opinion, better than The Wolfman. Yeah. Horror yeah, Hammer really. films did all the monsters, mm-hmm. the the Dracula and Frankenstein, all of them, the Mummy, way better than Universal. Yeah. In my totally opinion. agree. In my opinion. Totally agree. Yeah. They they were the masters of gothic. Yep. All right. Well, until next time, I'm Roger Colby. I'm Richard Keys.